almost Advent greetings, everybody, and welcome to another very special episode of Ignite Radio Live. Over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio, you are with Greg and Stephanie Schleter and a hopeful plethora of That's guests. a good word, plethora. What does it mean, Stephanie? Or plethora. Since I like that. I like that. Next week. Fabulous. Yeah. So, folks, we're going rogue. The question for tonight, we're going to ask, call people out of the blue and ask them the question, how is God working in your life? Now, before we start doing this, just a few commercials. Yes, Advent. Woo, right around the corner. And <laughs> our annual presence for Christmas, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R, Christmas.com for all the information you need. But Holy Trinity will be hosting it this year, Holy Trinity Out in Assumption slash Swanton, some people say. Um, Father Mike Dandrian and his wonderful crew out there, we are blessed. And it, it is going to be an evening um, of word, worship, witness, confession, just a time of beautiful adoration in front of the great gift of the Eucharist. So it'll be the first three Wednesdays of December, December 1st, December 8th, December 15th, beginning at 6.30? Yes, One final thing, we do ask at this time of the year that you would please prayerfully consider partnering with us in this mission. You can find out more at massimpact.us forward slash partner. Now, Steph, before we call people, it's probably good that you and I share a thought, a prominent thought. How is God prominently working in your life right now? It's a prominent way. Just the people, you know, that the Lord has blessed Mm. us with in our life um, in this wonderful community, uh, just different ways that people have outreached and um, certainly, and not to sound cheesy, but you, my love, through our marriage mm. and um, some difficult moments surrounded us that I think have forged us uh, to come together more uh, deeply into his heart of suffering and such. Um, But the one that I'm going to claim before you do, since you asked me first, Mm. is we just returned um, from a marriage retreat, from leading a marriage retreat this past weekend in Wyoming, in the beautiful little town of Riverton, Wyoming, um, and just blessed beyond anything. Mm -hmm. And seeing God at work in these marriages of these couples just um, really choosing to lean in and desire more and to be more and just their honesty and their openness mm-hmm. and um, ministering to each other in that. And uh, so, yeah, just a real blessing and evident of God at work in this world, in the church, um, just how they're standing up for their marriage, standing up for their faith, Mm -hmm. standing up in their community. Intergenerational. You had parents that are empty Mm -hmm. nesters with their older children who are married with kids. That was delightful Mm -hmm. to be. And the the context, folks, is something called a Mission One Retreat. Okay, Gregory. Yes. How is God working in your life, in the world? Well, it's funny you should ask that question. Um, just backdrop, those of you who I'm so grateful have been praying for me and our family. I uh, contracted COVID a couple months ago. I'm an active person. I don't sleep much. I pray a lot, and I do like to be uh, engaged. So to find myself debilitated, not able to do much. In Psalm 127 appears frequently, just the first <clears throat> few sentences, unless the Lord builds the house the builders labor in vain. So the whole idea that many of us, even in Christian faith arenas, are working so hard to do good things, 
But are we stepping back maybe and considering, is it God's thing? And not only is it God's thing, but is it in God's way? Because if not, we can expend a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of resources, and really be in vain, not see the quote-unquote house built. And that begins again in marriage and family. So I will say that psalm very much came alive and became very informative for me because a lot God accomplished a lot through those months. The little that I was able to do, by the way, I direct uh, a number of you, any of you who are interested to go to gregorianrant.com. It's my blog, gregorianrant.com. And scroll down and look for uh, the blog post, Corona and the Kingdom, is really my story. I, I had little entries as I was able to describe through that and how God really blessed me to be united in his heart and praying for uh, salvation for myself, for my wife, for my family, for the world, to really lift it up. And I was so deeply blessed. For the but, retreatants <clears throat> of this Yeah, absolutely, yes. by name. So speaking of those retreatants, um, we are blessed beyond measure, uh, at the invitation of one of their leaders in their parish and their community, Chris Jones, who's a meteorologist, which stories for another time. (laughs) Very cool. Um, But uh, so in light of that, Greg, why don't we see if Chris is around so he can share a little bit. Okay, let me just find him here. Hey, Chris, Greg Schleter and Stephanie here with you. How are you doing? Hey, very well today, yourselves. We are doing fabulous. And Chris, you know, so I got to tell you, uh, front load this a little bit. Um, We're a little wild and crazy here. We're going rogue on our live radio program, and we're asking people the question, how is God working in your life? We know it takes a, 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 a stout soul willing to be before thousands of people live on the radio, and we thought you'd be just one of the best willing to respond to that. Chris, he just called you stout. How do you feel about that? I was not him stout. I was saying I that his courage, his I virtue. Know, it's so good. Are you okay Hi, with Chris. that, Chris? I've never been called stout, Steph. I, I can imagine. My goodness. <laughs> well, Chris, it is is really awesome to have you on the radio program. Steph prefaced the beginning of our program talking about truly our amazing adventure this past weekend, which our listeners did not hear us say. This really began two years ago when you were leading with a number of awesome men and a regular men's conference, and we had hoped that um, I would be able to be a featured speaker. And then our little friend COVID kicked in, and a whole lot happened between then and now, and you and I prayerfully maintained contact and um, decided really uh, thousands of people could perhaps come to an event. But what most needs to happen, most fundamentally, uh, is that marriages and families come to live our identity and mission in Christ. So that was this event this past week and a Mission One retreat with amazing people in Wyoming. And we are with our our, uh, humble, awesome, gifted leader, meteorologist, Superman, Chris Jones. We're setting you up. What has God been doing with you lately, Chris? Well, Greg, it's it's interesting. You mentioned that about how we started this over two years ago and eventually came to the solution that the best thing we could be doing for our parish, for our community, was to work through families Mm. and to try to strengthen that. And I feel like that is an area that um, God has called our families to do Mm. through uh, even our children, the way that they operate within the community and, and spread the love of God. And at the same time, um, within our families, and I, the, the, the feedback we've gotten so far is other people feel exactly the same way, which was we needed this as a couple, mm-hmm. and we needed this for our family, and I believe that Mission One, one of the best things about it was it provided us some, some structure without being rigid mm-hmm. to say, hey, try this, use this, this is a great tool, 
and open up the dialogue, open up the relationship, deepen those relationships within your household. And that's exactly what we were looking for. So COVID hit, but I believe uh, <laughs> God and the Holy Spirit was working. Hit uh, back harder. Yeah, absolutely. It, it worked out far better than we would have ever met. So, Chris, again, I'm so grateful that you're willing to uh, just answer live before many and give testimony. We like to refer to Revelations 12:11. The community of believers defeated the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, the Mass, and the word of their testimony. Um, you and I share certainly uh, challenges, difficulties, brokenness, but a beautiful family. You, you are declared, evidently, you and your wife and family are declared for Christ. But the distinction between good, doing good things and great things or good things and God things is what? And why is it important? That's a rich question there. For me, it was about the intentionality of saying, mm. no, I have to make, I have to be resolute in making these changes in my life and mm. making deeper into where I'm at and doing the same with my spouse. And how does that relate to my family? And then how are we going to serve out in the community? So um, for me, intentionality was a huge part of that. Mm. And um, asking God and, again, asking the Holy Spirit, come, fill me, mm -hmm. help me to, to know what it is I'm supposed to do here. And the Holy Spirit is an important, <laughs> indispensable um, in, in our lives as Catholics. Do you find, Chris, as a leader, that just Catholics in general, we don't quite understand the role of the Holy Spirit, much less how to really interact with this love of God. Has that been a game changer for you? Absolutely a game changer. Uh, that was about a decade ago when I made uh, a return to, I, I had been to a men's conference many years ago in Cincinnati, Ohio, back in the late 90s. Mm. And I won't lie to you, Greg, I, I really wanted to go to it because uh, the keynote speaker was Lou Holtz. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic, and, and to hear it from a, a Catholic leader like that, well, here it was almost 14 years later, and I was really searching for that. It was at a point in my life where I felt like the Holy Spirit was talking to me. I just wasn't putting that together because, mm. frankly, we, we, don't, we didn't hear a lot about that when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. We didn't hear about You hear about the Trinity, but you don't hear about the Holy Spirit. Right, and right. Himself and come Holy Spirit. And at that retreat, things changed dramatically for me. It's time to grow. It's time to go. It's mm. time to, to become a different man, uh, yeah. which certainly included a different husband and a different father. And I was at a point in life where that was very important with a young family. Mm. And um, I think you could sense that in the room this weekend that mm. all of us, regardless of where we were on that journey, felt like, I need the Holy Spirit to help me through these challenges and to strengthen my marriage and to, to grow and go. Again, yeah, very important. Um, could not be understated enough. Chris, you just answered the question. Um, once again, for me, just your God at work in the world, God at work just so evidently in you and your leadership that you took this weekend and kind of pulling it together, but more importantly, your witness as a son of God, as a husband, as a father. Shout out to beautiful Francesca and uh, your kids, um, Brett and Aiden and Ashland. I mean, you give evidence in such a beautiful way of just owning it, desiring it, leaning into it, you are truly doing the grow and go and go, grow and go, go and grow, <laughs> <laughs> all of it, all of it, Chris. So um, I just want to thank you for your witness and um, again, your desire to just go deeper and um, 
for those reasons in those order. And it, I'm just very moved. And I, I can say that I truly miss you guys. <laughs> I, I just want to underscore that it's not easy. I mean, mm. as, as much as you've been blessed, we know that everybody has struggles. Mm. So, you know, it's, as we like to say, the blessedness and the brokenness. And that's just beautiful for all of us because we are all broken. You know, Greg's, you know, the mess, the Messiah is in the mess, the Messiah. Um, and it's just, it's just awesome to see, to see what you are doing. So thank you. Thanks for taking the time and just please pass along our warm regard and kinship with our new brothers and sisters in Christ. And so excited to see how God's going to continue to work through you guys, our Wyoming sister in Christ, a brother in Christ, I guess. He's <laughs> sister parishes, sister, yeah, sister, you know, parish. so. There you go. Thank you. And, and Steph, I'll just real quick, I'm just going to say please. That that's an important piece of what you said. So often, I think we're in an, you know, our, our era of social media where everything you see is everybody's best and everybody right. believes, oh, look, it's a perfect vacation and they're the perfect looking family and they, right. you know, it, 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 everything is great. And, and the reality is that's not the case. Mm. Every one of us is struggling in different ways. Yeah. And so there must be something wrong with us when reality is, you know, we're all there. Mm-hmm. We're just in different parts of that journey. You may have been there already. You may be going to get there, but just keep keep working, keep asking for the Holy Spirit, keep mm-hmm. um, seeking community, beautiful witness that you both give. And certainly I heard that through other men and women at our conference this week in our retreat, which was, hey, we've all been there and we're struggling and we're working through these things, or we've done that, we've been there. Mm-hmm. And it's so great to know that you have a community of believers that, that are helping you mm-hmm. right. there. And I know you came for us through your prayers and your witness. And I thank you very much for, uh, taking the chance to come out here and we certainly hope it's not the last time we see you in wyoming us right either there, yes awesome. yes we'll be we'll be back <laughs> god, god bless, bless you Chris. brother give our love thank to everybody so much. take care peace god bless. thank you both take care oops i accidentally clicked but anyways <laughs> hopefully he'll know That's how you treat new friends so we yeah. spoke of uh, the ruah the mighty wind that rushes across the water i had to as christ entered into our culture and used the themes to to, to teach in parables i was moved to use um, meteorological metaphors he was trying to be cool uh, well i wasn't yeah. trying to You're be trying cool to i am cool and his low pressure system right <laughs> is is really where you get the winds they draw to equalize the pressure and the ruah to acknowledge our emptiness to vacate it from junk from stuff that just is causing discord within our souls. So the step one of all of this is to be vacated of that so that that spirit can fill us and flood us. And also, of course, that regardless of the clouds, the sun, the S-O-N is always shining. Anyways, what an amazing experience. So Steph, um, whom should we turn to next? Uh, A courageous person who might answer the question. Let's uh, lean on a little feminine genius here. Hmm. of the the younger variety, so what are you thinking with there's I'm, so many culture projects, St. Paul's Outreach. Well, Damascus. there you go. We'll do St. Paul's Outreach okay. first. Uh, Abby Cronin. Oh, of course. Yes, dear, dear Abby, um, close family friends, but we're we're blessed uh, in so many ways by her to support right. her, to hear from her. Amazing right, so. conversion. She's a full time missionary with St. Paul's Outreach. Let's her dial family, it. you know. Uh, Connie and Rich Cronin, who are tremendous, a huge blessing to our community. A little commercial here, Belief in Beverages. Check it out. Uh, MassImpact.us forward slash belief, no, BNB. MassImpact.us forward slash BNB. The third Thursday of every month, a great speaker, beverages, opportunity to grow as a community. And they host this at um, Cronin Auto Family, Perrysburg, GMC of Perrysburg. All right, let's see if Abby is in. 
you can greet her and set the stage. Hopefully she is. They're all so busy. Okay, here we go. Hello? Abby Cronin. You are with Greg and Stephanie Schleter, live on the radio. Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm just in Nordstrom Rack with one of my teammates, Katie. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So we gave you a little intro before calling um, where we sang your praises. So just so blessed by you and the work that the Lord is doing in and through you and um, you know, working with SPO out in what Minnesota. What does that mean, SPO? St. Paul's Outreach. Okay. And Abby, um, you give such beautiful testimony every time that we see you, not only with your beautiful smile and the joy that evidently comes from the heart of Christ, um, but just in the way that the Lord has called you right now. So the question that we would like pause. you I'm to sorry. answer. I'm sorry. You pause me if you don't mind. I'm a husbandly pause. No. She ahead. has another superstar with her, I'm sure, Katie. Oh, yep. Katie, did. who are you? Just give us a brief 411 on who is Katie. Hi. Um, yeah, my name's Katie. I'm from Florida, grew up in Florida, and now I'm serving with St. Paul's Outreach. As Where? a missionary alongside Abby, this is my third year up in Minnesota. In the balmy state. <laughs> Where in Florida, Katie? What'd you say? Where in Florida? I'm from Lakeland, Florida, Central. Yep. Okay. I haven't answered this. Our uh, daughter and son-in-law are in Naples. She's an Ave Maria grad and just connection. Anyways, we love Florida. We love the governor of Florida. Can I say that? Of course I can. Yes, you can. Amazing things happening there across the board. Anyways. So, Katie and Abby... Two beautiful SPOs. Um, what can you share with all of our listeners, who I know will be so blessed by you? How is God working in your life right now? Well, first I want to say thanks for thinking of us, and thanks you for that honoring introduction. Absolutely. Mm. It's funny, like being in ministry, the Lord does a lot mm. in you, but also through you, but always first in you and that's something that we have training for SPO that is a month of the summer in June and it's actually on St. Thomas's campus which is exciting so awesome. we were on our home base and that is something that stuck out to me at training is that the Lord wants to do a mighty work in me more than he wants to do a mighty work through me but mm. through his grace he he delights to use us in his plans as well and yes. so in my own life the Lord is currently doing just a work of healing and mm. restoration and in ministry. It's been a gift to our, our calling in SPOs to live deep relationship with the Lord and with one another. And so the Lord is like doing that. He, he's bringing me into deeper relationship with him through our community and he's bringing about a lot of healing mm. in my life because of the sisters that, the brothers and sisters that he has called me to live life with. And it's a gift to have like such deep sisterhood and such rich communal life because like we, SPO is a charismatic organization. And so. What does that mean, Abby? What does charismatic mean as a Catholic? That's a great question. Um, Really, we live a life of expressive praise mm, and love a that life phrase. that is led by the Holy Spirit. And so as a community, we do praise and worship often. And so we express to the Lord 
our praise with our words and just like singing out praises to him, both like through like songs that are written by someone else and led by someone on a guitar, but also our own free praise. Mm. And then we also use our bodies to praise the Lord by lifting our hands mm. and um, and bowing in reverence. And so, yeah, if there's days where I don't really like feel like I want to worship my brothers and sisters call me on by their own acts of worship and their awesome. lives being sacrifices of praise and and it's just like a, it's a gift because the lord really has brought about a lot of healing mm-hmm. in that and that like my is not my own mm-hmm. and it's for him and so that is something that the lord is like constantly teaching me that my life is not my own and awesome. then something the lord is doing here at St. Thomas in our ministry, and I'll share a story and then let Katie jump in, but um, there's a woman that I have gotten to uh, meet with the past year here at St. Thomas, and last year I met her through a friend and kind of texted her randomly, but she was craving community and friendship, so she started hanging out with me, and we would go to farmer's markets to mm. have coffee and talk about the Lord and share our lives together. And, um, but she, I, she really only knew me and in SPO we're about like being a part of a bigger community. And so this year I wanted to introduce her to more people and was ready to kind of like encourage her that, Mm -hmm. that I desire to like more sisterhood for her outside of just like being in friendship with me. Mm -hmm. And, before I even got the opportunity to do that, the Lord had been doing a movement in her heart that I was unaware of, that she asked me, like, how how can I get more involved? I so need better good. friends. Um, and she came on a retreat that we had a few weeks ago called Fan in the Flame that is about allowing the Holy Spirit to lead your life and proclaiming Jesus is Lord of your life. And mm. she has gotten really involved since then. And I've just, like, seen, like, she shared with me, like, the circumstances in her life hasn't changed, haven't changed. She's like still living with roommates who go out and party on the weekends. And um, she like the circumstances haven't changed, but her disposition towards them has Mm. because the Lord is now leading her life and she has sisters to encourage her. Um, And so it's like getting to be on mission. So I get to witness the Lord working we get like a front seat to the lord's providence in other women's lives which is a gift that is so beautiful thank you for that abby and i i just want to say i keep coming back to the word prayer too because you had reached out and asked for prayers for that retreat and so to be able to unite our prayers with what was going on and with many 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 other prayers i'm sure just to to be part of that body of Christ. And, you know, the Lord, the Lord hears us and responds. And what a beautiful gift to be united in that way. So thank you for that incredible testimony. Katie, you're up. <laughs> um, yeah, amen to what Abby said. So beautiful and so true. I think in my life recently, God has been giving me a greater desire to lay my life before him and to lay like my future plans, my hopes, my dreams, like what I want my life to look like Mm -hmm. and maybe what I want other people's lives to look like to lay that before him (sighs) and just surrender and and submit myself to his will and to his plan and to like 
before I just do what, kind of whatever I want to do or whatever is going to serve me, like whatever is going to serve me most in my life, rather than doing that first to stop and like come before the Lord and ask him what he has for my life and mm, what he desires so for my life. And rather than like, what, what do I want? Asking like, where can I lay my life down to serve others? And where can I lay my life down to serve the Lord? Um, and just like ever, ever since I've graduated college, just like laying my plans before the Lord and like laying my life before him, I've experienced him, like his plan. It might not always be like what I expected or mm-hmm. what I imagined, but I can say with certainty that it is always like so much better and it's always a life of abundant grace and abundant joy. And yeah, I just like the older I get, the more, the more grace and desire I experience to want to lay my life before the Lord and like really let him, let him lead me in life and like for all of my life, for the rest of my life to live for him and to lay my life before him continually and so, yeah, just, like, as I get older and as I look ahead, I'm, like, having to, like, make an active choice to lay lay my life before God. And, yeah, it's just, like, I've experienced the greatest joy in my life mm. from, from doing this. Abby and Katie, your hearts are reverberating through ours and everybody else who are listening of this design God has of us for himself. My goodness, we pursue so many lesser things and God made us for his indwelling spirit. And you're giving just great testimony mm-hmm. to, to this reality. Some other point, some other time, I'd love to hear your your journeys. I think maybe we had Abby share her story. Uh, of course, beautiful family, beautiful Catholic family, but the, the turning point, if you will, in that battle that brought you into this light. And Katie, I can only presume this same in some fashion and it's ever deepening right all who are listening right now ever opportunity ever greater opportunities to open our hearts all the more to the kingdom to get the father's love pouring through us ladies we love you so much and we hold you close in prayer as you continue mission and just pray for an outpouring of the spirit in you and through you into all those whom you reach god bless you guys thank you guys thank you thanks for thinking of us god bless you both Well, Steph, I'm always very moved and surprised when we do this, um, calling people out of the blue and asking them a question to share something, contents of their heart. And I do encourage all of you who are listening right now to maybe consider this or other questions that might prompt, you know, are uh, sharing meaningful things in our hearts and in our lives. It's really kind of a relational glue. It's the stuff of the Trinity, right? Uh, the Trinity, three persons pouring themselves out into other. And when we find those good, thoughtful questions and we're listening to one another, it just grows us, right? It grows mm-hmm. us closer to God. It grows us closer to one another and a great place to really foster this, a great thing you can do to foster this is the Live It Gathering Guide. We've been doing this for years, and those who do this really give great testimony to the strength that it brings to their relationships. So I do direct you to ilovemyfamily.us, a weekly gathering guide, very fun questions, questions, the daily questions, victories, challenges, that kind of thing. And then the readings for this coming Sunday, which even just to ask the question, you read the reading and what struck you, challenged you, inspired Inspired you? What questions did that raise? That question alone for the gospel. Just do that with your family around the dinner table sometime this week. And then when you hear the gospel this coming Sunday alone, it's going to like, I don't know, touch something within you. It's going to reverberate because you will have heard it earlier in the week all the more when you talk about it as a family and kind of share along those lines. 
And I just want to add also something. I think these types of questions that we're calling rogue, um, and certainly the Live It Gathering Guide, the five daily cues, a gratitude, um, affirmation, victory challenge, something new. I think um, it also increases, at least I can say personally, just an awareness, right? An awareness of what God is mm -hmm. doing. And, um, you know, we're always supposed to be ready, as Scripture says, to give reason for our hope, to give that witness, to share that news. But um, to be able to do so, you know, even in our own hearts, lifting, lifting it to the Lord um, as we're made more aware of, of the things that He's um, at work in, the ways that we're seeing His presence in the world, the, the little miracles that we are, you know, constantly mm -hmm. surrounded by that we take for granted. You know, Jeff mentioned the word gratitude, um, you know, how much we take for granted, how little gratitude we truly have if we're all honest in the grand scheme of things. And I mean, every breath, right, is a gift from the Lord. Every gift is from above. And, and just to acknowledge that, you know, makes us all the more uh, people of integrity to be that Eucharistic people, that people of thanksgiving. So let's see here. Um, whom else could we go to that might have the courage to pick up the phone and share with us on the spot how God is working? Yes, you're raising your hand. I That's am. cute. Is that for me <laughs> like a production cue that I'm not supposed to indicate? Oh no, I want to answer. Okay. Yes. All right. I Boom. didn't I wanted to cut off your thought before you thought of somebody. So my mind almost always readily goes to Jeff Barefoot mm. when you say the word wisdom. So real deal, pursuit of holiness. Um, so much wisdom that he so generously and naturally um, sh and just shares. Say no right? more. So I, I see his number. Let's let's see if he's available. As busy as he is, he's been a guest on our show many Indeed. times. Indeed, if you remember, listeners. Absolutely. Hello, brother Barefoot. This is Greg and Stephanie Schleter. How are you? Hello, oh, my. So good. And I have to say that we just got back from um, leading a marriage retreat in Wyoming. And so the fact oh, that Greg wow. says brother barefoot, like casts a whole new meaning of the beautiful Native American like thing. Isn't that no, kind of fun? I, I know. I mean, Wyoming, that's like the greatest. Yes. Yes. So beautiful. And uh, so Jeff, Greg was just asking who we should call. and Full disclosure, you're live on the air and one of the few we know who has the courage to be live on the air. I'm not even going to ask if you're okay with it. We're that close. But uh, we do have a you question. Are a you are a bad boy, Greg. <laughs> yes, yes. Worse has been said. I can do. But, you know, um, Rogue Radio, right? We're, we're kind of going off-roading and uh, asking people to give witness on the spot. Number one, because it's tough, it's difficult to do, but we should always be ready, Scripture says. And uh, Jeff Steph is always more than ready. He let is. Let me tell you. So I know you don't have all day. You're a very busy guy and you help so many people. Uh, you're helping the pro-life movement in a huge way as a leader, as a uh, advancing law, all of that going on. Your wisdom to me has always been uh, just stalwart. Um, your your love and support to the COVID situation was just, uh, one day we'll tell that story, but you know, you were a rock for us. So, I mean, I could keep going on, but we're going to get to the question because I know you only have a little bit of time. Brother Jeff, how has God been working in your life lately? What's prominent? Well, first of all, let me just say two things. Thank you for those uh, very kind words. I love you guys mm -hmm. in Christ so deeply. And I love your audience. They're such, you know, we have such a great Catholic and Christian community mm -hmm. here in Amen. Ohio. It's delighted to be on the call. Um, actually, 
I have been most encouraged. Um, we're living in such dark times if you're on the Internet and doing your research every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a president of the United States who bears the name Catholic, mm-hmm. and, and his political philosophy is willing to have the baby um, crown its head and be killed. Mm-hmm. And Speaker of the House, who bears the name Catholic, is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. We have um, a man in Rome. He, mm. He's renounced, basically renounced the the vicar of the church. And anybody can look at the headlines and see not only do we have a crisis in the American government, but we clearly have a worldwide crisis in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you look at those things, it can be quite discouraging. But Christ is the king. Mm. Amen. And that's what I've been focusing on. He is... He is the Lord, and He is the King, and this is all under His complete control. And I picked up, I listened to two podcasts, one from um, um, Taylor Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Eric Metaxas, who's got a new book out called Is Atheism Dead? Mm. Eric is incredibly a uh, godly man, and New York Times bestselling author twice on his biography of Luther. Mm. and his biography of um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, which is just giant for me. I did my, uh, yeah, I did my senior political science paper at Miami University on Bonhoeffer. Mm. He's got a new book out. It's called His Atheism Dad, and mm. I would encourage anybody to pick it up and read it because it's absolutely ripping apart the, um, the thesis we've been living under mm. in this culture for 35 years, that it atheism doesn't have a ground to stand on Mm. and the science is now all in that you know they're running away from the science we can see this we can see that um the government is demanding that we call um a man or a woman anything from you know an elephant to a zebra Mm. (laughs) right right yep (laughs) right right and this is supposed to be the party of the science this is supposed Mm -hmm. to be the government of science so I'm encouraged. I'm deeply encouraged that Christ is the Lord, and Christ is in control of all this. And his heart is breaking, but he loves us. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, he's pointing us to don't be discouraged, don't be disheartened, and raise up his holy name, and and um, just go out there and do your do your work every day. Serve others. You know, fight for pro life. Fight for fight for the kids in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, fight for culture project, fight for the church, and do your part. And the last thing I'll say is that, you know, the outcome does not depend on us, but the action does. Mm, so we're, well put, Jeff. We're not, we're, we're, we're not called to see, maybe even in our lifetime, victory over these things. But we certainly are called to go out and do the Lord's work and, and do the best we can with every hour we have. Mm-hmm. And it's what? thank you for that. Gosh, I just got chills because what a great reminder. And especially we as Catholics, as we approach the Feast of Christ the King in just a few short days, I think um, the the last Sunday of our uh, ordinary time, if you will, before Advent, and just to claim that Christ the King and all that that means and His power and His majesty and His sovereignty, He's already 
ha- he already has the victory, right? But I love your reminder of it's still through our action also. We're not called to be complacent. And that's been one of my greatest frustrations over th- these issues. Many uh, you just highlighted um, at the beginning of the phone call where, you know, oh, we'll just pray. Oh, you know, the Lord already won. Oh, you know, no. Y- well, yes, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you sit back, right? We're and, instruments of his victory. Yes. We are called to avail our hearts and minds and lives. We say it, and it's worthy of saying again, when we pray the Our Father, it's not enough that we do so from the sidelines as spectators, but we avail ourselves to being instruments of his answer. And how is that meant to be? And you articulated it so well and in, the, in the fashion it. of and Christ. It, it is self-sacrifice. The invitation today to be holy is unprecedented. And, and I do think, you know, you're one at the front lines. I mean, maybe even I want to press you a little bit. What words might you have, Jeff, for those out there who are faithful Catholics? They go to Mass. They, uh, they're well-formed. They know the truth, but perhaps there's a gap between their inner belief life and even practice from getting in the game appropriately and being instruments of God's, uh, of his kingdom coming. Wow, what a great question. Um, I struggle with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a late entrant into the Holy Catholic Church, mm-hmm. um, and I walked decades with the Lord before entering the church, mm-hmm. and the heart has to be focused on gratitude for the mm. gifts you have in the Catholic Church. Did I walk with God? Yes. Did I know He loved me? Yes. Did I read my scriptures daily? Mm. The power of those sacraments, mm. confession and Eucharist and um, confirmation, that over my 20 years in the Church, my life began to change, mm. you know. And that makes a lot of people happy. A lot of friends, God, the confession's really great. I go like three times a month. They look at me and go, well, why don't you go more? Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> but, good. You know, it, it's so powerful, and I would tell the listeners, look, be grateful. What, what we just came through in 2020 mm-hmm. was a shutdown of our churches. Yep. A shutdown. I mean, we couldn't go to church on Easter, and mm. the doors are now open. Do you want to go back mm. to doors closed? What I think the Lord gave us that as a reminder of the preciousness and beauty of what we have every day at our hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this country, we can go to Mass every day. Mm-hmm. You, you can right. go to confession somewhere in this diocese. Every mm-hmm. single day, right, right. Um, and you guys are doing this beautiful stuff. With Advent comes up, and we we have the ability to do those things, and it's just wonderful that we do. And by the way, I'll I'll, I'll say also that the pro life movement in the Toledo area, Northwest Ohio, is the strongest in the state. It's there's, formidable, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Wow, yeah. It's, Thanks it's, to you I and mean, huge part. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a powerhouse, and we're, we're, we're not the same size as Cincinnati, Cleveland, or Columbus, but mm-hmm. we have a bigger footprint. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have to be in, in holy awe mm-hmm. that we have a deep responsibility mm-hmm. in justice, you know, to give God his due. Indeed. And he asks his, he asks his creatures to, um, to go out and serve, you know, serve others, the, the poor, the down downtrodden, the unborn, mm. and increasingly the brokenhearted. Right. You know, the people who have 
you guys know how that's why your your ministry and mass impact is so powerful because it's reaching out to the brokenhearted, I think. Mm. Well, thank you for that, Jeff. And I just want to say also, um, if I can affirm you a little bit here, um, you are out there, you are, you know, all those acts, if you will, all that work that... It, you know, making a difference beyond words and beyond what we can even see with human eyes. But I also want to affirm something that I've seen since we had the blessing of meeting you shortly after we moved here eight years ago. I know how deeply you go into the presence of the Lord daily, multiple times. You live that prayer. And so I just want to affirm and just felt like the Spirit is wanting me to say that your personal prayer affects worldwide the community mm. and that yeah. that is what something that that those of us who kind of use you know prayer as a crutch that that's not what we're talking about we're talking about that intense intimate relationship with the lord as priority that everything else flows from that changes the world that changes souls and i just personally want to say that we've been affected by that and um and i just want to thank you for that witness i'm deeply humbled and almost brought to tears by those kind i mean of it praise god praise god you know, thank you so much it's it's very very kind that we all know mm. um we are you know we're sinners in the hands of a loving god mm -hmm. that I have to be with him because um, I'm a sinner. I have mm -hmm. to be with him. I, I can't run away. I can't get away from his power, overpowering love. And, and the, more and more the body of Christ, mm -hmm. you know, how, how we love the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Thanks for calling, you guys. I got to run. We love yeah, you, Jeff. Thank you, thank you so brother. Much. We'll be in God touch soon. You. God bless. Toledo's the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. What do you have to say to that, Steph? I just, I'm that was very moving. I love, Jeff, yeah, yeah, I love how you just had that spark and you responded to it and communicating it to him and like not only your message that affirmed him and his response to that, but I just want to call out, if you will, uh, how often do we get the spark of inspiration to affirm somebody? Use the word affirm. We we saw the power of that this past weekend on the retreat mm -hmm. to encourage husbands and wives to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, number one, are we even attuned with the heart of God to another, the soul of another, and secondly, the tremendous power when we take the time to actually say it to them, the difference that it can have in their lives, which was woven, that practice, right, word of knowledge, to be attuned to the heart of the Father and to speak that to somebody else, our spouse, our kids. So I do encourage our audience, you know, as you are praying for the heart of God to look at your spouse and children from the heart of God, um, he's going to give you words. He's going to give you affirmations and encouragements, and I encourage you to act on them. Maybe even as I'm saying this right now, this could be that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, think about your spouse. If you're married, think about your brothers, sisters, your parents. If the Lord puts an inspiration on your heart, we have innumerable modes of communication. Baptize it. Baptize this device in your hand, in your hand, in your pocket. Instead of being an occasion of sin, make it an occasion of grace. Amen. And I, but I also encourage, and I can learn from this, just the the handwritten note of affirmation. Absolutely, Steph. We've got room for maybe one more call. Who do you think? Well, you know who is on my heart right now? I don't know. So I just said Jeff's name, and he had mentioned Culture Project. Mm. And then just listening to uh, Dear Abby and... and Dear our, Abby. Our dear, oh, <laughs> that's good. Dear Abby and Katie. Yes. How about Dear Katie and Abby? Sure. Um, to switch it up a little bit. Uh, missionaries, beautiful missionaries. I'm... You know, thinking Culture Project and okay. all of the missionaries that we were blessed to come to know. Carly. How about Carly? Oh, yes. Here we go. We will see. Hello? Carly. 
That was such yeah. a sweet, that was such it's, a sweet uh, voice. I, I could, I could, I could say Mr. And Mrs. Schleter, but I'll say Greg and Stephanie Schleter from Ignite Radio Live. How are you, dear beautiful soul? Oh, I'm doing so good. It's so good to hear you guys' voice. How's your day going? Great, great. So good to hear your voice. I have to say to our listeners, I'm sure you can just hear Carly's uh, love and joy and goodness just come through the airwaves. But she is. Uh, just as beautiful inside as she is outside and is just like a, a, a little sister slash daughter to us and just so blessed um, that you picked up the phone one and uh, I guess we should let you know that you are live over the airwaves of Annunciation Radio. That are you good, good with thing. that? Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, we're delighted to hear your voice, Carly, and of course we shared with our audience before calling you just our deep affection we have for you. Team Carly! <laughs> yeah. Well, Carly, we know that we're in this world with a lot of often difficulties, challenges, clouds, which we do know are really God's hand, forging us, molding us, giving us opportunities for virtue. And you exhibited to us such mm-hmm. a wisdom and an, yes. a, a, a beauty of journeying in the midst of very challenging things. Sometime we'll have to devote a whole episode to that, talking about it. But we do have kind of the on-the-spot question for you that we're asking people. We call it Rogue Radio. And that is simply, how has God been working in your life in prominent ways? I love that. Yes. Um, such a gift. I, I think a lot of it has been through the challenges of last year and mm. the way that the Lord has spoken to me through the ways that I worked very hard and um, seemed to often fail or come up short or that mm. external circumstances made it seem as if you know, nothing I was doing is making a difference, or, and it was it, it was often really frustrating, and it felt like my feet get getting get kept getting cut off from underneath me. Mm-hmm. Can I pause you a second, Carly? I'm so I'm so sorry yeah. I have to do this, but just for our listeners to know, this was during 2020, the COVID, everything shut down. A team that is yeah. you know geared to communicate the gospel of 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 theology, of the body, and purity and holiness from the church's standpoint, and to be present physically present to young people and that was all like shut down and so you had to find other ways of being present as a leader and then dealing with your own team who had different things so just to kind of let our listeners know the unique challenges that you did face that you're referring to well and then the aftermath of that as you guys were invited back in and um so yeah just filling out the context a little bit so go for it carly no absolutely yeah thank you guys so much for the context um so yes that's exactly what happened you know covid and then just like our own internal um, struggles with, with like community life and different people's levels of commitment and you know all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff that working with that as a leader um, there was definitely a lot going on and definitely a lot where I wanted to love and pour out so well and especially you know in terms of joy and giving especially the first year missionaries like the experience of a lifetime or you know whatever mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you want to give as a leader and you want to give as someone that's like responsible but there is such a poverty there because there is so many external circumstances that kind of made it to where I couldn't uh, enact like the perfect vision that I had going in for the year that I like would have liked to, you know. Um, but I think that was honestly one of the biggest blessings looking back because the Lord spoke so much through the poverty and still does. Mm, um, even in it. my moments of frustration looking back that. I think he in so many ways has told me you are not the sum of like your kingdom work for me. Mm. Um, Mm. 
and you're just the sum of my love for you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So beautiful. Um, yeah. The the poverty there was something that, um, you know, I didn't expect to be so blessed. It was something that, in all honesty, did cause some bitterness in comparison with other teams who weren't going through the same stuff that we were going through. Mm-hmm. And what did I do wrong? And, you know, just the bitterness that could come from that. But I think one of the most beautiful things I learned was how much we as humans have a ton of human limitations, mm-hmm. but that the Lord respects and reverences like each of our limits and just each of the, fa- like the fact that we are human and with hearts that are so uh, capable of flaws and, um, you know, our weakness and the fact that we have emotions and we can't just work 24-7 and ignore ourselves. And mm-hmm. I just learned so much about how much the Lord actually respects our humanity. And I think that's going to be a huge gift of wisdom going into, you know, God willing, if I were to work in ministry um, for longer and throughout my life, that, you know, we can work for the, quote unquote, the kingdom, but always like with respect for our humanity. Um, and I think that's so just good. a really integrated way to look at it. So, yeah. Carly, you're amazing. I think you shed such a bright light. And obviously, knowing you, you know that the journey of of working in the midst of challenges continues in many different ways and equips us and prepares us. But I want to ask you, you raised the word bitterness and many right now may be battling with bitterness from whatever source, their immediate circumstances, relationships, maybe some in marriages, some in families, you know, they're wanting to do good, right? They're, They're praying to do good. And just the enemy keeps whispering lies about them and about the circumstances and fixing their gaze on junk, on debris that drags them down. So I just want to ask you, do you have a word of advice or encouragement to any who may be experiencing bitterness right now? Mm, I think one of the biggest things and something that I tell a lot of the missionaries even now in the Culture Project is um, reverence your heart and where it's at. Because I think a lot of times bitterness comes when we have this idea of should Mm. or we have this goal that we know we are so still still, so far short from and we have all these things we want to do to be perfect or whatever, but, um, or I shouldn't be feeling these emotions or something like that. But just like with the deep respect again, for like our humanity and where we are at right now, it takes a lot more patience, Mm -hmm. but when we're honest with ourselves and when we can sit in that honesty and just let it happen, I just think so much healing comes from that. And so much just from like, uh, acknowledging just and letting the Lord acknowledge and just be there with us. Um, wherever we're at, it just really takes the edge off of those things, I think. Um, I'm still journeying with that, but Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the biggest pieces of advice I would give. I love the word reverence, right? Reverence. It's a great word. It's so powerful and really causes one to pause, right? And, you know, most of us only associate that word in, you know, at mass or in church or whatever, and which very important, right? Um, it's probably the root of what Carly is saying. Like that's the source. That's right. the source and summit of that grace to be able to have a reverent life. And and like it, the, the bizarre thing, maybe a little or challenging. Bizarre is not the right word. Is why would I reverence something that seems negative? You know, how, how does that work? And I, I get it. I mean, I get that Christ, in a sense, reverenced us by taking on flesh and blood taking on our sin, rightly understood, so that it could be redeemed. 
Like he had to deal with the reality and the circumstances as he wants to do with us to look squarely at that reality and see that God sees the reality. Doesn't, you know, that's the bad stuff. I'm going to put that over there and just give me your best face, right? Give me your best manufactured, altogether Facebook contrived, controlled you. And you're kind of giving us witness a little bit. And we were blessed by you sharing this certainly in different occasions last year to journey in that. That's what opened the door to, to, I don't know, dare I say real, to be real as in real presence, to connect connect with a real heart that's really struggling but that's not the end of the story by you know by identifying that reverencing it as you say it was an occasion for god to flow in to flood it to surround it to illuminate it to baptize it and i love you know the you know combining it obviously as you did with the word heart um, in the catechism i don't remember the exact place or quote but it speaks of the heart as the place of encounter with Christ. Mm. And so to reverence that place and to provide that place of encounter in our brokenness, in our bitterness, in our sinfulness, in our in our grace, right? Like how powerful is that? And then um, I was reading something not too long ago that spoke of scripture and how the word heart is used over just under a thousand times, I think, something like that. And um, our heart matters to the Lord, right? And so it should matter to us also. And um, so thank you for that. Just so beautiful, so beautiful, so wise. So Carly, we've been blessed to have this whole uh, program kind of taking a risk and we call it rogue in that sense, just to call out of the blue and ask people. And you've really given us a powerful word there and a witness. um, And we're so blessed to be with you. Do you have any words for us as we land this uh, episode this week, as we're entering into Thanksgiving week, after so many things going on and that are going on around us, you know, do you have a pronounced word maybe on your heart for us? Mm. I guess just simple, like the Lord is so simple and, um, you know, even though like he can't fix or like he, he can, he can do anything. Um, but I think more than him fixing everything around us, he's just more interested in being with us through it. And it's like really that simple Mm -hmm. and his gaze is enough and he's just with us. And, um, I think I've just been learning to let that be good and just enough and, there's something so beautiful about the simplicity of that. Mm. Amen. Carly, we are grateful for you. We love you. We miss you. Um, be assured of our prayers, and we look forward to connecting soon. And spread it to all the team for little brothers and sisters of ours also. Please tell them how much we love them and are praying for them. And all culture projectians. I think that's a Greg original. Culture projectians. <laughs> I'm going to get copyright or something for that. But no, awesome. We love you guys. God bless you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It was so good today hear you guys' voice and thanks for calling thank you thank you Folks, that concludes this episode of Ignite Radio Live. And again, we're about having the conversation, opening the doors, meaningful doors of connection to one another, which again, often comes by way of just asking questions. We can do it when we're taking our kids to work, right? Or sports for it to be more than just logistics. And what are deeper, meaningful questions that we might ask that uh, really require from us to get out of ourselves? Just that alone releases us, right? From maybe just, you know, the yuck and bitterness that can come by nature navel-gazing, just our own world, to be attuned to the heart of another and ask a question and be blessed by it. So let that be a punctuation mark, if you will, for all of us. God wants to invite us to get out of ourselves, to receive Him, to receive His grace overflowing to everyone in our lives. We do invite you to join us for our presence for Christmas, our Advent retreat, if you will, the first three Wednesdays of December at Holy Trinity, 6.30 p.m. We do ask that you register. It's absolutely free, but check it out at Presence for 
www.thecoreofchristmas.com. And uh, as always, so blessed to be on the journey with you. If you want to see past episodes, go to ignitereadalive.com. I'm just leapfrogging over myself with all of these commercials. And I will add this also. Um, it's not small. We don't talk about it often, but it's not small. As a ministry, as an organization for eight years, we very much depend upon your blessing. As you've been blessed, we just ask you to pray about blessing us. Well, if you want to read about the tremendous impact it's had, go to massimpact.us forward slash partner. And we do ask you to please join us in seeing the kingdom come alive in marriages and families and claiming the world. Until next time, God bless you.